You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 304 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. <laughs> now, what if I told you that the Walt Disney Company created the movie Frozen with a sinister motive? Yes. Disney wanted to change Google's search algorithm. They did this so people that searched for Disney Frozen would find information about the movie and not information about Walt Disney himself being cryogenically frozen. They want to keep that under wraps. Deceit is the name of the game in the Walt Disney Company. I mean, they've been cropping out cigarettes from photos of Walt Disney in order to keep his persona as a family-friendly uncle intact. That's why we have Frozen. Because they don't want you to know that Walt Disney has been cryogenically frozen. So that he can one day rise again. (laughs) Well, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I read online. It could be misinformation. In fact, I think it is misinformation. I mean, I don't think Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen. If this conspiracy is true, I don't really care. I mean, okay, they made a movie to hide the fact that Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, I don't really care. It's not an important conspiracy. Another conspiracy concerns the... Large Hadron Collider, CERN, uh, where they do a lot of uh, research. Uh, A conspiracy regarding that is that they will create a black hole and uh, basically cause the end of the world. Or maybe even open the gates of hell. Or they're trying to access an alternative timeline, an experiment with time travel. Or they're just a bunch of nerds trying to figure out how the universe works. I mean, if that conspiracy is true, I mean, I mean, if they create a black hole, I mean, before I even have a chance to do anything about it, I'll be dead. So, yeah, I, uh, I guess I don't care about that conspiracy either. Um... I also heard that Denver International Airport is a hub for the lizard people, for the Illuminati. Um, That does make sense. But uh, isn't weed legal in Denver? Isn't it? Wait, let me Google that. Is weed legal in Denver? Uh, It is legal to consume marijuana openly and publicly in Colorado. In Denver, adults can only consume marijuana 
in private or at licensed marijuana hospitality businesses? Well, I think a lot of weed smoking stoners uh, probably just imagined a bunch of lizards going through the Denver International Airport. That could be the logical explanation. Some say there are mermaids and uh, that could very well be true. Uh, that would be really cool if it was true. Some people also say that uh, the COVID-19 pandemic was a money grab for the big pharmaceutical companies and yeah you know when you're sifting through all this misinformation on the internet it's very important that you can think logically and critically and discover what misinformation is in fact misinformation and what misinformation is in fact information and when it concerns COVID-19, I, I can happily report that Pfizer made $36.8 billion in sales in 2021 from the COVID-19 vaccine. This vaccine is now officially the top selling pharmaceutical product ever in a single year. It's a lot of fucking money for something that's completely fucking useless. <laughs> um, I know it's a few weeks old. I mean, you could be listening to this podcast in the future. So maybe all of the things I've said are completely irrelevant. Because at the time you're listening, you're way too busy to be concerned about the alien invasion. They're talking about on the news or about some comet heading for Earth. But if you're listening to this early in 2022 which is when I'm recording it uh, you might have noticed that Joe Rogan got into a lot of trouble with uh, with uh, Spotify and that's it's just political because he's not selling the official narrative of the um, of the state when it comes to the covid regime uh They've been trying to crack down on him, trying to cancel him. And what I don't like is the fact that uh, Joe Rogan agreed to have warning labels on some, some of his episodes. I think that's a weak move. I also don't think he should have apologized for saying... say that term with the right context you can't say it you know I have a lot of homosexual friends and I support their right to live and love anyone they please as long as they're not a child of course and uh, something that really gets me going is if somebody would come up to my friends that happen to be gay and call them a faggot, I would become really angry. Now, 
if you cut out what I just said and just cut out that F word I said, I wouldn't call anybody that word, especially not somebody who's gay. But I can still say the word because I was talking about if somebody said that to a gay friend of mine, I would get angry. I'm not going to play this game of saying, oh, if somebody said the F word to a gay friend of mine, it's, it's just words. It doesn't matter what words you say. What matters is how you say them and why you say them. Context is extremely important. If you don't have the correct context, uh, you can't really criticize anybody. And everybody's angry that Joe Rogan, uh, this white supremacist, anti-vaxxer, racist right-winger is on Spotify. And you could agree with that. You could, even if, you, even if that's true, which is, it's not true, uh, I can stake my life that Joe Rogan is not racist. But let's pretend it is true. For the sake of argument. Let's pretend he is right wing. Which he isn't. But let's say he is for sure. Rogan is right wing. Rogan is racist. And Rogan likes to read Mein Kampf on a regular basis. Let's pretend all that's true. Now you don't want to subscribe to Spotify. Because he's on that platform. And as an artist you don't want to share that platform with Joe Rogan. Because He's a racist. All right, fine, fine. Let me ask you this then. Would you share a platform with somebody who has been convicted of sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, bribery and sex trafficking of children and young women? Would you be okay to subscribe to a platform or as an artist share a platform with somebody who's been convicted for child pornography, child sexual abuse and attempted rape. Would that be okay with you? Would you be okay with uh, subscribing to something that also has somebody on the platform that's been convicted of aggravated indecent assault and accused of numerous sexual assaults? Would you be fine to subscribe to a service that also has an artist that's been convicted of using a child in a sexual performance and pleaded guilty to nine charges including conspiracy to commit murder and armed robbery. I'm talking about 6-9, Bill Cosby, Gary Glitter and R. Kelly. All of them are on Spotify. You can call this whataboutism if you like but how can you be upset and angry that somebody even if it's true that Joe Rogan has racist views it's still only a view it's only an idea it's only a thought he has right so how can you be more upset about somebody who has a bad idea than somebody who's actually raped children how can you think that somebody who thinks bad thoughts that that person is worse than somebody who's actually raped children if you are somebody 
out there and you think that you should not subscribe to Spotify because there's an individual on Spotify that has ideas you disagree with and that's the reason you don't want to subscribe to Spotify. That's the reason you don't want to give Spotify your money. But you're fine with the knowledge that Spotify has people on their platform that rapes children, that fucks children. You're fine with that. You're also fine with the fact that nobody cared about the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. She's a fucking child trafficker. No, but there was no outrage regarding that. So, I mean, it's pretty clear that there's a political agenda here. I'm no Joe Rogan fan. I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree he should have apologized. I don't agree that he should have warning labels on his podcast. Uh, I'll probably have a warning label on this fucking episode, but... (laughs) Free speech is an absolute. If we don't allow people to say what the fuck they want, if we don't allow that, we are going to go down a very dark road. We don't want to go down that road. Because once you start going down that road, you can't go back. And I'm sure many of the people listening to this agree with me in some way in some shape or form so I'm not really yelling at you (laughs) but I am yelling at the world let's say at the mainstream world well I guess at the world (laughs) I'm so bored with outrage some celebrity grabs somebody's ass they talk about it for fucking days in the press Meanwhile, thousands upon thousands of children are enslaved and mined. Meanwhile, thousands upon thousands of children are enslaved, forced to work in mines to dig up minerals so we can produce our electronic tools. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about the real outrage. And why do they not talk about this? It's because they don't want you to talk about that. They want you to be occupied with all this shallow garbage. Don't watch corporate media. Do not watch corporate media. Do not watch corporate news. It is not healthy. They're fear-mongering. They're lying. And they work for the people that are only interested in one thing, themselves. And how much money they have, or how much power they have, or how many children they can rape without getting caught. Go to change.org slash cancel dash MSM and make a pledge. Not a pledge... Not a monetary pledge, just a spiritual pledge. Because if you sign that petition, you pledge to never watch corporate media ever again. 
It's like if you're an alcoholic, you pledge never to drink again. If you're drunk on corporate media, you need to quit. And this episode is your fucking AA meeting. So the first step is to acknowledge you have an addiction. The next step, well, I don't know all the steps, but the, the most important step is to stop. Stop having that addiction. Corporate media is garbage. And unlike corporate media, I can admit that I don't know everything. I'm not a gatekeeper of truth. I only share what I think, what I feel, and what I've discovered. And then it's your job to find out the truth for yourself. I never vaccinated for this virus. I never wore a mask. I never quarantined. I never social distanced. I didn't do fuck all. And I'm fine. Now if I was 80 years old. And very sick. I would do some of those things. Probably. A lot of the things I said. Two years ago on this topic. Has turned out to be true. In fact all the things I said. Um, even some things I didn't say that I didn't think about has turned out to be also true like the fact that scientific research has showed that lockdown made this whole thing worse people really need to go to prison many of these politicians and pharmaceutical companies CEOs, Fauci and all these people they should be fucking put on trial and, and convicted I lost a lot of listeners uh, expressing my views on this topic. It kind of shows you how brainwashed the world is. How powerful the corporate media fear-mongering really is. The overreaction to this virus has been beyond belief. Beyond fucking belief. It's ridiculous. when the government lifts the mandates. You fucking idiot! The mandates! And right now, you know, in Australia and in some parts of the US and elsewhere, I mean, people are getting arrested or like forced to take a vaccine or uh, I mean meanwhile where I live the CDC here has declared that COVID-19 is not a, a threat to society and not dangerous anymore 
not that it was ever really dangerous because it's like a 98-99% chance you'll be fine uh, unless you're like 85 years old and you got cancer and brain tumor or whatever but um, it's funny you know like in my country it's not dangerous but in your country you better fucking have your papers or you're going to jail and I can flip it also you know California who went hard with the COVID regime you know you can smoke weed there I mean I don't know if it's legal Ah, let's google again I'm pretty sure weed is legal is weed legal in California legal um yeah, or if, yeah, it's legal. It's le- I knew it was legal, uh, even for recreational use, right? So, where, but where I live, if I have weed or if I have too much weed, you know, I can go to prison. So, uh, yeah, it's stupid. You know, it's stupid. We need anarchy, and many people don't understand anarchy. They think anarchy means chaos. They think, oh, if we have anarchy, I can just kill people, you know. Nothing's going to happen. There's no police. If you could time travel, and you could travel back in time, way, way back in time, when no laws had been written, when no governments had been formed, and you walked around and raped and murdered people, I bet as soon as somebody got their hands on you, you'd be fucked. So in other words, anarchy doesn't mean that you can go around and kill people and not uh, have any consequences. Anarchy doesn't mean that you can kill people legally and get away with it. But, you know, the law doesn't stop anybody from killing anybody either. I mean, if the law stopped rapists and murderers, we wouldn't have any rape or murders. But we do, because the law doesn't stop anything. Because a psycho will be a psycho, whether it's legal or not. It's the same with weed. I mean... I've smoked weed. I don't smoke weed anymore, really. But the reason I smoked weed wasn't because it was legal. And the reason I smoked weed wasn't because it was illegal either. I smoked weed because, hey, I want to smoke some fucking weed. Because I can do what the fuck I want with my own body. And that should be really the only law. Do what the fuck you want, as long as you don't hurt anybody else. And then you could say, well, if a bus driver takes heroin and then crashes the bus and loads of people get hurt, he did what he wanted, but he um, killed a lot of people indirectly. Uh, Well, that's that's a ridiculous argument, because in a world that's organized with anarchy as a guiding principle... An important aspect of anarchy is you have to take responsibility for what you do and for your life. A responsible person wouldn't take heroin and drive a bus. And in a world where anarchy dominates, if a person did that, I'm sure 
they'll be lynched. I don't think I will see an anarchy world in my lifetime. I rewatched a great film recently. It's called Leo the Last by John Borman. I'm making a John Borman filmography documentary. Uh, go to my YouTube channel. Just search for Natural Born Alchemist channel on YouTube and you will find it. And uh, it's a three-parter. And uh, by the time you listen to this, I'm sure the first part has already come out. And if you listen to this episode in the future, all the parts will have come out. So go check that out. But one of his films is called Leo the Last. And uh, Leo in the film, he wants to change the world. But he doesn't He doesn't do that. Uh, he can't change the world. But what he does do is he changes the street he lives on. That you can do. And if everybody changes the street they live on, the world is changed. So what I mean by that is that my house, where I live, is anarchy. There's no leaders. I do what the fuck I want. And hopefully I'll inspire my neighbors to live in the same way. And our street will change. And then other streets will see how free and liberated our street is and it might inspire them that's how I look at it you might have noticed by now that this episode is free form uh, I haven't really planned anything or I don't really have a set agenda for this episode other than I wanted to get some things off my chest I'm so sick and tired of this fucking wholesome world everybody pretends they, they live in. And as soon as you say or do something that's not according to the official plan or the official narrative, everybody's trying to cancel you or call you out or blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. There's nothing more disgusting than something that's wholesome. I've always hated wholesome things. Always. I love I love Flipper. Flipper is a band that's the most fucked up band there ever was, I think. And they're great. I love them. The thing with Flipper is that their music is... I mean, when I discovered Flipper, I got this cassette tape. It was many years ago. I got this cassette tape. And every time I listened to it, I got a headache. I got a migraine. I got a migraine from this music. because uh, uh, But I couldn't stop listening to it. And I was like, I don't want to have a headache, but I just got to get my fucking flipper dose. There was something about flipper that, that, that attracted me to them. And it's because they don't give a fuck. At least that's what it sounds like. They, they can't even fucking hardly play their instruments. But there's something primal about flipper. I mean, the fact that they have feedback just like coming through you know like jarring grinding slow droning music with a heavy bass and lyrics that go like life is cheap um, let me read some lyrics this this is a song called life is cheap it goes feels so numb feels so dead just felt like someone hit my head 
like someone knew just what to do. Poison the masses, catch the running few. Feel so empty, feel so old, just waiting to feel the death like cold. Eating away at my life ties, not really knowing, not caring why. Life is pretty cheap, sold a decade at a time. Life is pretty cheap, it's so easy to find. Life is pretty cheap, there's really nothing new. Life is pretty cheap, except for the cold, delirious few. Yeah, you should check out Flipper. It's a great band, great, great band. And I'm going to finish this episode with some Flipper. And the song I'm going to play from Flipper is called Shine. It's actually called I Saw You Shine. I saw Flipper live once in London um, and they had a new bass player it was uh, Chris Novoselic from Nirvana and it was an, it was an awesome show and uh, the reason I like this song is because of the feedback and the grinding bass so uh, yeah check out Flipper and check your mind because it's free Freedom is in the mind.